Want to know our big secret for how we clothe our three girls for under $300 a year? Keep listening. Welcome to the WalletWin Podcast. Each week, we take a look at a different piece of the personal finance puzzle. I'm Jonathan Texera. And I'm Amanda Texera. We're your guides on your journey to getting out of debt, building wealth, and changing the world through generosity. Here we go. Soon after we found out we were going to be adopting in 2014, we went over to Babies R Us. Which still existed then. (laughs) It doesn't anymore. (laughs) Oh, it's part of that whole Toys R Us thing. (laughs) Uh, We wanted to go get some onesies, you know, because we should probably have a few of those laying around. That's what we heard babies wear. We did. So we went in and as soon as I found a really cute, set of onesies I turned over the price tag and for these you know this three pack of fairly cheesy material Mm -hmm. onesies that are kind of cute it was $24.99 and I remember my eyes growing as big as saucers and thinking oh that's how much baby clothes cost we're in for a run for our money here. <laughs> Is that I'm, the right phrase? Um, yeah, I think a run. Yeah, running to go find some money. <laughs> we're, I mean, that's onesie. Then we're looking around, and it's not just those. All these outfits, oh. sure, they're cute. They cost more than our clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Easily, I thought, what is go- how do how does that even work? It's so little clothes. How do they do it? What what's going on? But that's the way it is. Baby clothes, kids' clothes can be really expensive. Yep. And I would say over the next few months, something ended up completely transforming our experience of buying kids' clothes. And we're going to tell you all more about it deeper in this episode. Yes. But it absolutely revolutionized our kids' clothing budget from the very get-go. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to tell you guys about that. Um, But in this episode, we are going to break down how to save money on buying clothes for your kids. There are numerous studies out there, and they all give different um, kind of ranges. But on average, the the average family is spending about $1,200 a year on kids' clothes per kid. Per is, kid is what it yes, per kid is what it's being reported as. All right. Um I've seen as low as maybe eight hundred per kid, etc. But I'm telling y'all, the Texera family a couple of times a year budgets hundred and fifty dollars and it takes care of all three of our kids. And I'm gonna say you may have noticed by now, I don't think we're average. We're a little abnormal. In a good way. In a good way. In and we don't way. want you to have to settle for average when it comes to this either. Exactly. So let's walk let's walk through how the heck we're able to do this. Mm-hmm. All right. I I put this one in here, honey. Okay. I feel like what is I got to say it. Grandma. Mm. Grandma helps. <laughs> and I think a lot of people out there can understand. Now, it's not like she buys everything. I just want to bring this up. Asterisk. It's a little bit of an Yeah, it's an asterisk. It's one a of, caveat. Yeah. One just of my so mom's love languages. Nobody here... In a few months, it's like, well, I saw that 
that Instagram story and you said your grandma bought those clothes. So maybe that's how you do it. Right. Oh, yeah. They'll be the, the Internet sleuths so who try to poke gonna, in there and gonna say. We're going to bring it up right now. Mm-hmm. She likes to buy Christmas dresses. She likes to buy Easter dresses. That's kind of her thing. Those it's are like, the big things. That's her thing that she wants to do every the year. The matchy match is match. Get the matching items for those particular holidays. Mm-hmm. Now, every now and again, um, the kids will do like a sleepover They'll at come grandma's. Home with new pajamas or something. Yeah, but <laughs> oftentimes we have those as kind of like outfits for grandma's house. Yes. Um, so a couple of times a year, there'll be a couple little outfits there little and here and there. Thing or a new t shirt for their birthday or something like that. Yeah, but these are not their everyday clothing items. And I love my mom. But our, our clothing preferences for our kids do differ a little, a little bit. A little bit. So no matter what my mom buys, and I love what she does buy for mm-hmm. the kids, and the kids particularly lo- love it because it's always like, um, you know, a unicorn with a bunch of rainbows or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's typically the vein that these yes. items run in. Um, I still am going to go buy what I would like to see our kids in for their everyday life. Mm -hmm. So it really doesn't change what we would spend on our kids anyway. Mm -hmm. So in some ways, the the, the outfits from grandma maybe save us on a little bit of laundry and a little bit of wear and tear. But at the end of the day, I probably would have spent exactly what I spent on the clothes. Just wanted to get that out there. Yeah, yeah. It's worth mentioning. Full transparency. We're not hiding anything. It really, it's all just to say, yes, what we're saying really is the deal with how much we spend. Yes, it is. All right. So, okay, that's out of the way. Let's get to the first, the first thing that we do here to limit how much we spend on clothes. Mm. Here it is. Here's the first one. We don't buy as many. Ooh. (laughs) And for some of you, that's going to be a little bit of a rub, but we, uh, you know, I wouldn't call us. We're probably wannabe minimalists. Wannabes. There's people yes. out there who literally have three outfits for their kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they have their kids wear like a uniform where they only have four tops and three bottoms and they all can be intermixed or something mm-hmm. like that. We're not quite there. No. But I only want to do laundry once a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to be able to feel like when I look at my kids' drawers when I'm doing laundry... That they need me to do that the laundry. there's a place to put the clothes once you've done the laundry. Yeah. If I am doing laundry, but it feels like their drawers are chock full mm-hmm. and they haven't even cracked half their wardrobe, that just feels like we've got too much. Mm-hmm. So our balance has been we've got just over a week of clothing for the kids. You're going to get some spills. Kids. You're going to get a busy day. You don't get the laundry done. Stuff like that. And for the younger ages, yeah, they're gonna blow. They're gonna blow through pants more often, etc. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant. I didn't mean a literal blow through, but sometimes that does happen. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, that's disgusting. But it does happen. So I kind of estimate about two pairs a day on average for that. You know, three mm-hmm. and under crew. Here's the here's the big thing though. The kids just want to wear the same thing every day anyway. We might have (laughs) 10 outfits, but there's like one and maybe three. They're the ones that just get worn over and over. Yeah, kids, they're they're creatures of habits. They get into a jag and they like an outfit. 
they're wearing it. We got one of Always. our daughters Pikachu zip up <laughs> pajamas with a Pikachu. You flip up the hood, and now you're you are Pikachu. Uh, she wore that thing. She's still, she's still wearing it. Where's the thing? <laughs> I'd say the Unless, first week she, she got it, she wore it she six out of seven off. days, and the only I I laundered it overnight. I think once or twice in there, she just wanted to she wear just, it. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? And then it gets dirty, and then okay, now we. That's take when it, it goes away. Now she's not so much like it's getting a little warmer out. So they're they're I mean they're kind of like fleecy. So yeah, they're gonna pair back for a little. But bit. But just yesterday, she's like, "Oh, I don't know what to wear." I go, "You can wear this. We wear this. Wear a Pikachu. <gasps> Pikachu." <laughs> <laughs> and most kids are this way. Yes, they like what they like. And so if you've got 25 outfits, they probably end up wearing just the f- the five favorites that they have or the one or two things mm-hmm. that they love uh, most often. And then that other stuff's not getting worn. And um, I know that as parents, we want to have a special outfit for every special holiday and occasion and We want our kids to wear cute things. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't have Mm -mm. those and you shouldn't have that. But if you pare it back and keep it limited, there's a great benefit of this because then you can buy nicer things in less quantity uh, and then you don't have to do as much laundry. Mm -hmm. And you don't have decision fatigue. I think that can be overwhelming as well. I remember growing up, I wore a uniform every single day for school. Mm. And it was so, I never had decision fatigue. You got out of bed and, you know, you literally just put that same white shirt on and the the uniform skirt Mm -hmm. or the uniform pants. That was it. Uh, I I almost envied friends that had real outfits, you know, because I only had two or three real outfits to wear. outside of school or to church. Um, and so I wanted as much as possible to do that for my kids so that they, because kids do, they really get overwhelmed if they have too much choice. Mm-hmm. And so, and you, you mentioned this, you're able, when you're buying less clothes, you can buy a little bit nicer clothes. Mm-hmm. And that is our next secret to hand the clothes down. Mm. So, the old hand-me-down. Of course. And so, right, and it, it works out great for us. This is almost an, another asterisk. We have three girls, mm-hmm. all born pretty much in the same season. Or right? they... Almost. Ish, but well, you know... fall to winter. Yeah, they were all born in quarter four. So... <laughs> that's kind of like... Yeah. So it's, so it's helpful. So that's lined up conveniently. Mm-hmm. It'll kind of... It's a supercharged all, for this idea. And they're all girls. And they're all girls. If we had a boy in the mix... Mm-hmm. this budget would probably shift. It would yes. absolutely shift because mm-hmm. then we would have to, I don't know if it would quite double, but there would need to be clothes that we wouldn't, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some clothes we reuse, all, all of them right now. Yes. So right here yeah, we have the the six-year-old, she mm-hmm. wears the clothes, and then it's the four-year-old, and then the two. Mm-hmm. As they get older, of course. And then, of course, there's some new things thrown in the mix. Some stuff wears out. Some stuff we get, you know, specifically for that kid. Yeah. The Pikachu pajamas. That was unique. Are new for her. Right. That was a, you know, we sometimes occasionally for a Christmas gift or a birthday gift, mm-hmm. we'll get a child a totally one-off pair 
out, outfit or whatever it is that's completely unique to their person. Yes. And that's a fun thing to do. But um, when you're talking about the hand-me-downs, um, what we've learned over the years, now that our six-year-old, she's six and a half, and we've mm-hmm. learned there are certain brands that just don't hold up. Mm-hmm. They're totally crap. And they will wear out. By the time it gets to the second kid, they looked bad. Mm-hmm. And so we begin gr- just eliminating those from our purchases. And we've honed in on maybe three or four brands that we just absolutely love. They launder well. They last. And the kids really like to wear them. The kids really like to wear them. I'll give an example right here. Uh, two in particular would be Matilda Jane. Mm-hmm. The kids love these whimsical dresses. They have really fun patterns on them. They're really good quality. You're not going to find this at Walmart. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find that at Target. Um, so they're a little more boutique They launder really well. They hold up. I've never known one of them to like fray or anything like that. Our kids do stain them. They yes, wear they them. They stain well, yes. <laughs> but, the, you know, we can get those stains <laughs> yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. And then another one would be Hannah Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, those have, we've never had a problem with either one of those. Um, and so we kind of gravitate towards brands like that, that we know are going to still look really good on that third kid. Uh, and then with shoes, that's another one. Mm. We learned the hard lesson. Our, our number two kiddo, she she is hard on shoes. She wears them hard. We should have known it. She got it when she was two, she got a little pair of um, Disney princess Disney high heels, princess heels, <laughs> sparkle pink. And she wore these every day so hard that about a year later, they were literally falling apart and had a hole in the toe and she's mm-hmm. still trying to wear them. We ended up having to get her a totally new pair cause she mm-hmm. just only wanted these shoes and no other. But we've learned that these Disney princess target shoes, they're crap. Yeah. The only pair of shoes that we have that has held Made up. Made it to the third kid. From oldest child <laughs> to the youngest child. And still looks good on oh, that third shoe. Look good and look hardly worn. Yes. Play. Mm. P-L-A-E. Play. And they were recommended to us from uh, our oldest daughter for a little bit of time there. She was working with an o- occupational therapist mm. um, because she didn't walk till she was 18 months and you know as a first time mom I panicked about that <laughs> now I wouldn't <laughs> please don't Slow walk down. don't walk anywhere <laughs> she was just fine she just wasn't ready yeah. we didn't realize that's part of her 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 personality <laughs> that's okay um but the occupational therapist said these shoes are just awesome uh for kids they're great and they we got them um I think on like a closeout sale on their website Anyway, they've been incredible quality. Um, and so now it's like we don't want to spend the $8 or the $19 or whatever at the mm-hmm. on this Target Walmart shoe. No. I'm going to spend more on two pairs, one nice pair, one play pair of good shoes for our oldest daughter of the highest quality knowing they're going to last through to that last they're gonna kid. They're go all the way through. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then another side benefit of that, mm-hmm. um, and feel free to jump in here. I feel like I'm getting yappy here. You are a little yappy. Is okay. I have a lot more to say about I this. I know. You're more excited about this. Um, it's fun to see our girls each wear something that our oldest wore 
you know, mm-hmm. we had a special memory. Maybe she wore this particular dress on a trip we took. Mm-hmm. And then when I see that second daughter in it, um, it's just, it brings back those memories. It's fun. And now we're starting to see our third daughter, you know, in some of those clothes. It's fun. And then we've even passed on um, all of our clothes. We have a niece who's mm-hmm. younger than our two-year-old. She's all, she's about one. Um, and so now I'm seeing in pictures on Facebook her in those clothes mm-hmm. too. And of course we kept, uh, you know, if there's ends up being a super special piece of clothing for a particular kid, we'll keep it aside, maybe one or two items only and put it in their mm-hmm. baby box. Mm-hmm. But f- the rest of the stuff gets passed on. Yep. And it's really fun to see other people in the family making memories in those same clothes. Yeah, it compounds the memories. Mm-hmm. So now when you see, <clears throat> when we see that piece of clothing, it's not just that one memory, but it's, oh, those couple of memories from that kid and oh, from that one. Oh, and now from this one. Yeah. Um, we really get to see the payoff through all of, all the kids wearing it. And it's fun too because then you can line up the pictures of when they were in that outfit and kind of see them all at the same age, age and size. all that. It's pretty cute. Yes. Yeah. So uh, so that's, I mean, that's, those are the, that's the two, two, two we're sharing right there is limit the wardrobe and pass, pass the wardrobe down to get the most use out of it. And now you're thinking, okay, guys, as you were talking, I just I just did a little bit of searching. That Hannah Anderson stuff, Whoa. it's not cheap. And the Matilda Jane. So how the heck <laughs> so expensive. are you doing in those play shoes? What's going on? Are... Uh, do you think you mean the kids are wearing the same thing every day? Every day they're wearing it? No, that's not the secret. We'll be right back with the big kahuna Mm. on how this works. Hey, Jonathan here. I want to tell you about a free workshop that we've got going on. You can go get it at walletwin.com slash training. It's called How to Pay Off Debt and Save Money Without Giving Up Everything You Love. Inside this one, you're going to learn how to know exactly what your next best step is for your finances. You're going to learn the number one strategy for getting your hard-earned money working for you and your dreams instead of Visa or Sally Mae. And you're going to learn the secret to seeing way more progress with your money. And you don't need a bigger income. You don't need to give up everything you love. You just need the WalletWin method. And we walk you through it in this training at WalletWin.com slash training. It's totally free. So go sign up now, WalletWin.com slash training, or you can grab the link in the show notes. I'll see you there. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We're back and talking about clothing our children without... Breaking the bank. Yeah, without being... What's that in the in the cartoons? There's always the guy like when they have when you have no money, you wear a barrel. I don't know why. Why were the where do you even get the barrel? Right, the barrel and the straps because you have nothing else. So yeah, without being in a barrel ourselves. Without being in a barrel, yes, that's right. It can be a phrase that we can use. 
And in the first part, we talked about the caveat of grandma. Of course. All of us probably have something like that in our life or someone in our lives that's like that. Mm -hmm. Limit that wardrobe. Keep it small but mighty. Things that the kids love to wear anyway. So you eliminate fights there too. Yep. You hand the clothes down Mm -hmm. to get the most use out of it. So yeah, you bought it for the first kid. Now you're hardly buying anything for the second one. Mm -hmm. So the clothes just keep on getting cheaper. They do, they do. And then this last one. This is the biggest one. We saved it for last because it really is the biggest secret in our back pocket for keeping these costs low. Mm -hmm. It is the consignment sale. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. And back to that fateful, uh, you know, few month window when after we realized how expensive baby clothes were, mm-hmm. a friend of mine uh, in Denver shot me a message about a consignment sale in the local area and first time moms could go early mm-hmm. and get in on the goods before everybody picked it over. Yep. And I remember going and we were just totally overwhelmed. We had no idea. No idea what was going on. What we needed I think we came out with a bunch of bottles. We did. Like, I don't even know if we used them. <laughs> we didn't. Anyway, it just, um, we did get some really cute outfits, we though. Um, really precious little things. But it opened up our eyes to the, the realization that, oh, wow, you can find really adorable, good, high-quality kids' clothes for a fraction of the price because mm-hmm. that family over there, their kid wore it twice and now they want to put some of that money back into their pocket. But, mm-hmm. you know, they know it's used and whatever. So I'd they're going to sell it for a fraction of what they paid knowing it's going to then go on to another family. Mm-hmm. And we, this is in some ways a common piece of advice that we give is buy refurbished, buy used. Don't be afraid of doing that. But these clothes, you might go, I don't know, use clothes before my baby? But think about it. All, so many people aren't doing what we just talked about earlier in this episode. They have this unbelievably huge wardrobe. Some of the clothes still have tags on them oh, at yeah. these sales. Mm-hmm. And so like and they, they, they've, they've been worn, yeah, once, once or twice, twice. Because they had so many you know, six-month outfits oh, we for their baby. Through, we got to get through So them they all. had to get through all of the outfits. Mm-hmm. They're hardly used. And so they're in awesome condition. They are. And why I say consignment sale instead of some of these consignment stores. Oh, yeah. I really feel like there's a difference, at least in our area. I go to some of these consignment stores, uh, Pirates to Pixies, Big Wheel to Butterfly, and I don't know if those are everywhere, but something most places have something like that. Mm-hmm. One, I cannot stand that they are uh, how they've organized them. They're like color coded in some oh, of the it's stores. By color, kind of like what, like like all the orange clothes. Yes. Or t- oh yeah, that one we used to go to. Was oh, it is only so- like that. And the quality of so many of the clothes sucks it's and then everybody's i don't say that often here's all the clothes we don't really want yeah it was all like mega faded like crappy from like the early 2000s because because the store buys them from the people Mm -hmm. so the people bring in all the junk they don't want in hopes of getting 50 cents for something they were probably going to donate or throw out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they're not so a lot of people bringing stuff in 
aren't that motivated and bringing good stuff in. Yeah. So anyway, it just ends up being a Mod Podge. And none of the outfits are paired together. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's just, here's a rack of shirts. Of blue shirts. And then there's a rack of pants. But the way they sell most kids' clothes is usually in an outfit. Mm-hmm. And so anyway... We have found that the consignment sales where it's families in the local community getting together twice a year and kind of creating almost like a communal sale themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, they're the ones setting it up and they're putting the outfits together and they're selling in it. They're volunteering to work at it too. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they have really high standards of quality and they check Yes. It's got to be the consignment sale that we've found in our local area that we absolutely love. It's only it's a pop-up twice a year. They only accept um certain brands. Absolutely no stains, tears, rips, mm-hmm. or faded clothes. And then it can't be outdated. And because it's twice a year, so we're coming up on the spring sales. So it's spring and summer clothes only. Yes. And then the other one is the fall and the winter clothes. So right. you have to so sort through exactly. all the winter coats to find the fall jacket or whatever. Um, spring or the jacket. The spring jacket or whatever <laughs> it is, yeah. Uh, and what's also, in, what's important here is that, right, the pe- you bring in your clothes and then afterwards you come and pick them up. So you only get paid for what sells. Yeah. So you're only going to drop off the stuff you think is going to sell. So that automatically just brings the quality Yes, up. and you but control, you want it to sell. You also control the price. Mm-hmm. So people want they don't want to go pick up all these extra clothes at the end. They want to get rid of them. Yes. So they price them well, so that they move. Right, and you can take advantage of these either as purely a shopper, mm-hmm. and for a while I did that. That's all I had mental bandwidth for, and then you can go in another layer of dipping your toe in is to actually sell. And become a seller in it. And then another layer beyond that is to volunteer at the cell. Uh, and then you get, you know, even earlier access uh, and even higher percentage on your sales that you do make. Mm-hmm. So there's all different ways to get involved and take advantage of these. You know, now I'm at the point where I want I want in on the smoke and Going hot, in early highest quality deal possible. And <laughs> if you volunteer, I'm bringing this stuff in. You get to see it early. Yes. So you know, oh, there's good stuff over there. Now, here's what I will say. I'm doing that now that our oldest is, you know, almost seven because the older kids get, the less clothes they wear yep. and the longer they wear them. Um, and so it's just slimmer pickings. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm into this point, I got I want to get in there and get my edge. If you're shopping for a three-year-old and under, there are so many clothes. Mm-hmm. I I never, those first couple of years we did the consignment sales, even though I came in after all the volunteers and after all the consignment sellers, sellers, and even a few hours after it had been open to the public, good stuff. there was still amazing pickings for me mm-hmm. that I was so happy with. Uh, but, and you know, honestly, there'd still probably be good stuff for me now. Mm-hmm. I just am, I've gotten to know the people around it. I like it. It's kind of a fun little family atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And I'm a deal hound. <laughs> <laughs> oh! 
so like I rem- I was dropping my stuff off la- um, two years ago because COVID canceled it in 2020. Two years ago, I was dropping my stuff off and I watched one of these volunteer women do like an intake on someone else. And she was like, oh, a North Face jacket, you know, and it was in her exact kid size and it was only 20 bucks. Bingo. I mean, the thing retails yeah. for like. 180 yeah and she was like oh i'm gonna tuck this over here and i'm getting it tomorrow you know and that's when my eyes were exactly (laughs) where that is on the rack and that's where i will be going when i come in three hours early yes and my eyes were open i was like oh i don't need that jacket but if i needed that jacket i need to be i need to be like you lady and i need to be able to get the jacket so Mm. (laughs) that's why i do it now but um when you become a seller here's another benefit you end up getting money at the end of it. Bingo. And it kind of offsets all the money you spent on mm-hmm. the stuff. So that's kind of a nice thing too. Um, so over the years, our budgets evolved. As we have three kids now, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day, we used to be able to spend maybe 80 bucks. Then it's up to, we upped it to, I think, 100 Now we do $150 every single time that we mm-hmm. go to one of these sales. And usually our clothing purchases you know you can get an outfit for eight dollars at these things Mm -hmm. a good outfit pants and a and a top or a dress um but they also sell everything toys baby gear strollers cribs books videos all sorts of stuff uh power wheels whatever Mm -hmm. and so a couple of years ago we got kind of turned on to this idea of, oh, we could go around and find birthday and Christmas items mm-hmm. if there's something that is like, oh, yeah, that hits the nail on the head for that particular kid. Like, yes. Bingo, bingo. Let's mm-hmm. get it. And it almost felt, I mean, part of me was like, what? We don't have to spend massively high amounts on Christmas presents? Mm-hmm. Oh, but we still get all the same stuff we would have paid full retail price for? <laughs> and our kids, you know, they still get to have all the benefits of playing with their favorite item. Okay, mm-hmm. this is awesome. Yep. And we were able to find, you know, some fantastic books and some toys. And I think even our kids, you know, they've been able to take some of the money they've earned on commission mm-hmm. in our house by doing different chores and whatnot. And this is oftentimes where they make some of their first purchases. Yep. Because they can actually afford. <laughs> they can afford the stuff, yes. <laughs> to buy the stuff, you know, because they only saved $3. Mm. Um, and so at the consignment but sale, they can, they, can, get something pretty sweet. they can get something great. Whereas mm. at Target, they can't hardly get anything. Yes. And so we just talked, there's a lot of things at these sales. There's a lot going on. Um, tons of clothes, other items. The way to really make this work for you is to go in with a plan Mm. so you need to know you can't because if you walk in there oh we'll we'll just get some stuff it's just like any other trip to any other store where you're just gonna go get a couple things that was our first consignment sale more things than you ever thought and you spend more than you ever wanted Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you go in with a plan you need to know who you're buying for what size do you need what measure their feet yes um, what styles is, goes out of date do they need? Or, you know, oh, we, you know, what styles, what kind of, what type of clothes you're looking for, what brands you're keeping an eye out for? What are the gaps 
in the kid's wardrobe that you're trying to fill. Oh, they really need just one more dress for going to church. Or we need a swimsuit. Wow. I don't know what happened, but we're short on pants for this one. Whatever it is, make a list. Mm -hmm. What do I need? Because then you make sure, one, you're not just going to buy all sorts of extra stuff that you don't really need. And I'd say more importantly, you don't end up missing the things you actually need. The sale's over now. You got to go somewhere else and pay even more for those pants that you actually needed mm-hmm. but didn't pick up. Yep. Yeah, I think having a plan is is key because that very first consignment sale we went to, it was more or less us wandering around. We had no idea what was going on. We had no idea. And I it mean, was great. We put in the work. Like We got there really early. We were some of the first people in. We had no idea what we were doing, what we were looking for, what we needed. So as we just wander around, all the sweet stuff's getting picked up. It was. All the like, waking up early all was wasted. It was. And that's okay. It we was were, fine. We were new parents, you know, it was um with in a with adoption. Like we had a very shortened timeline. Mm-hmm. You know, if I was pregnant and had nine months to think about it and read books and all this <laughs> stuff, maybe I would have been more prepared. But in this situation it was like Two weeks after we found out we were mm-hmm. going to become parents, and I hadn't read a dang thing. I hadn't read a blog. We just <laughs> figured you were supposed to clothe <laughs> the child. I think we got an infant bathtub, too. I mean, we got a Thanksgiving onesie and a Christmas dress. Like We, we, we were very – it was a poor shopping trip, but it turned us on to this entire world. Opened our eyes. Of underground consignment sales run by families in your community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. And so for that, I am so grateful. Now I'm knee deep in that world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I will go back just one little caveat here of, you know, sometimes people will be like, why would you spend time volunteering um, and doing people get overwhelmed by, oh, I got to like gather all the things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to wash them. I have to put them on hangers. I have to put a tag, tag on them. it. I have to blah, blah, blah. Um, you're absolutely right. I mean, if 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 you need to be crazy time conscious, don't be a seller. Just show up at the sale. Just show up at the sale and reap the rewards from getting the savings. Mm-hmm. That's it. You don't need to do anymore. I do more. You know, if I calculated my my hourly rate with what I put into these, I, I'm not coming out ahead. But it's more than just money mm-hmm. to us now. I'm. It's a it's a, a community thing that I enjoy doing. I enjoy the people there. I enjoy the atmosphere. And you're making it possible for other people to come in and get a sweet deal. I am too. Yeah. And now that I'm I'm getting to be a little bit of an older mom, um, so I get to help at work at these things. You know, it's just me giving back to the community, getting to know other moms and hanging out with them. That's okay. Sometimes it's not always down to what's the hourly rate. But if you are in a pinch in a time of your life when you've got to pay attention to those types of things, no, no, no. Work in a side hustle. And then just going to the sale, you're probably going to come out more ahead. Yep. And yeah, I mean, seriously. And if you have a bunch of clothes or kids things, you could just sell them in a big lot on Facebook mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. And that would be faster and easier. And that's the other, one other thing. You know, sometimes if we're in between sales, a need comes up. The first place we go is usually Facebook, Facebook Marketplace. Marketplace. Yep. But this, you can kind of, if you've done that before, I think that's probably a little bit more common. You can think of these sales as like, it's just the super expanded, gigantic, and way better like Facebook Marketplace. Everybody's bringing their best stuff. Yep. It's at great prices, yep. and you don't have to do any of this awkward 
negotiation and when are we picking it up and I got to drive to you stuff. Right. It's just right it's there awesome. for you. Mm-hmm. If, get- now here for people. So people who don't know about these, they're not knee deep in them. How do you find these? How do you find out about it? Um, you know, local moms groups I and saw, parent groups on fight on Facebook. You go on, hey, what are some yeah, I think, around here? Yeah, local parent groups, local buy sell trade parenting groups, kids stuff groups. Um, I saw signs on the side of the road. Yeah, That's they do. They, the one around I here does ours. pretty good marketing. Um, but you could just even go to just type in consignment sale, and then your city hmm. or the city that's nearby. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you say stuff like that, it's going to bring up things like that are more event style than the confinement shop. Yes. If that makes sense. Yep, yep. So you're looking for more of that event, not the consignment shop. But again, we have gone to the consignment shops and found some stuff. But again, they're more to fill in the cracks mm-hmm. in between. And in 2020, we had to do that because... <laughs> These this event was canceled twice, mm-hmm. both last spring and the fall. Mm-hmm. So now everybody is chomping at the bit. I'm gonna guess there's gonna be so many goodies at it because people didn't sell for t- people haven't year. sold, and then they've just discovered all the things that they want out of their house mm. after the COVID, you know, accumulation. Yes, <laughs> if you will. Um, Another thing, I I could just keep going on about these, but Jonathan and I go together. I know it's not always possible, uh, but we like to go together because of the energy and kind That's of the fun. feeling. Mm-hmm. It feels like Black Friday. You know, you get in there. You got to be careful because it's a deal hounds <laughs> it <could> dream be- <laughs> and nightmare. <laughs> but we like to go together. We kind of like, you split up and do this, and I'm going to go do this. And it helps put a check on some of those outfits because I'll think something's really cute, but... Turns out it wasn't. Or vice versa. (laughs) And, you know, there can be a little bit. I mean, again, you can show up and you can casually walk around. You do you. You'll get a good deal. But. But if you're the type of person. If you get your eyes open and you look around you, you're going to see these sleuthy veteran moms who are. They are they are work they are gaming it. They know what they want. They know what they need. They're they going straight it for it. They're going, going get in it there. You. They're getting in hot. <laughs> you got you got you bring your A game because if you try to get in there and you know it's you versus the mom of eight who's been here and done that a time or two, you got to bring your A game. You got to look sharp. Mm-hmm. Bring like a basket, a laundry basket that you can drag behind you. Oh. I mean, you're going to see some of these veteran moms. They've got a whole bit. They got to get up. <laughs> They've even got their kids work in the system with them. <laughs> it's kind of fun to watch that. Yes. Um, and they're just fun to be a part of. <laughs> so nobody's mean. Everybody's very generous spirited, but nobody's there to mess around. They're there to get it done <laughs> and they're there to save money. And again, what's the point of saving money? Making it available for other things that you have, you have prioritized exactly the things that you want to be doing right if you're not spending the money on the clothes for your kids you can spend it on spending time with the kids mm-hmm. funding their future education mm-hmm. funding that vacation or making sure your retirement's funded so you're not living with them later <laughs> exactly so the sacrifice does pay off and you're really you're not sacrificing quality Mm-mm. you're not you're just getting savings in your back pocket so there mm-hmm. you go 
That's right. Uh, we also want to want to let you know the book. The, our book is coming along very well. Uh, due out in September. If you want to be on the first, you know, the advance notice list there, even help us make a couple of decisions as we get closer to it. Sign up at WalletWinBook.com. There's a link in the show notes, and we'd really love it if you like this podcast or. If you know a couple of other parents mm. who don't want to be spending so much money on clothes for their kids. Share it with a friend. Just tell them to search WalletWin in their podcast app or go to WalletWin.com slash podcast to check it out. Until next time, bye for now. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the WalletWin program at WalletWin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week.